we're live ladies and gentlemen welcome to the very first episode of the steady compass today i am joined by one of my favorite human beings on the entire planet i'm joined by angie carsolio an undisputed legend in the making you may know her from her popular series on spacey baby radio her insane music creation skills her time in fintech or for being the monster reseller that she absolutely is Ange, welcome to the show hi thank you for having me well thank you I very much Thank you very much for being here. It means an absolute bunch. How's your day been so far? Good, long. It's up since six thirty working, and it is now seven p seven thirty. Literally at seven thirty, I just finished working. Well, it never really ends, but yeah, so at least for my day. It's it's a constant flow of never ending, like you know, rolling with the punches. Is that a fair way of looking at it? Absolutely. Like, I work two full time jobs right now. So I'm like back and forth or back to back on meetings. And then the little time that I do have, it's I try to focus on Spacey Baby Radio. So it's just like, you know, <laughs> just grinding it out as much as I can. I think if the opportunity was presented to me now, like why not take advantage of it? You know? Absolutely. I'm alive and now's the time. <laughs> I'm very curious then, like what are your what are your thoughts on hustle culture? What are your thoughts on work-life balance or even just like me time how do you feel about that i feel like i had plenty of that this year earlier this year um and i just got an opportunity that was presented to me and i just think that i mean what i think about okay i guess let me reward this what i think about hustler culture is that I don't know. I've been on my grind, <laughs> you know, for a really long time. It's either you really want it or you don't. Um, I definitely do think that you have to like have some like like your me time, like, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Friday. I absolutely have it, you know. Um, since I started this job in in what is it? October, I felt like I need to take a little bit more of me time absolutely um but i think i could grind it out to the end of the year you know i think you know i just really really want it that bad honestly you know there's people that are, you know that don't want it and that's fine like they prefer like their mental health and you know more me time and that's fine i just think that i can have plenty of that next year okay yeah. that's a very interesting insight and it actually is a is a great segue into the first question that I wanted to ask you about, because I've asked you this years ago. For those of you who don't know, Angie and I have been uh, very close friends for a very, very long time. And we have a an incredible history of doing amazing things together. Angie, I've asked you this question a long time ago. I'm curious to hear where you, what your answer is now. Uh, tell me about your dreams. What are your dreams? Yeah, I think my dream is just to like retire in my family, like my family, not just my mom my sister and my brother-in-law and all my brothers. Um, I just want to be doing what I love like every day. Can you, you tell know? me more about that? What you love? It's just that every year what I want to do changes. Like it's not like, I can't say that there's something specific, but now I feel like I kind of know the direction that I want to go and follow those dreams. I mean, I definitely want to stay in music. Uh, especially like I would at some point in my life would like to become a music supervisor. And for those who don't know what a music supervisor is, it's um, 
basically the person that chooses the music behind the film. So they're the ones with the final say. And, you know, they get to see, like, clips and... I don't know. They just get to see everything and then put it, you know, they get to pick the songs and they get to work with artists and also be in the film industry. Um, can you tell so, me, yeah. can you tell me more about that? I, I imagine it's, it's a culmination of so many different art styles coming together. You got film, yeah. you got music, you got the networking communication skills, making sure that a certain feel or, or emotion is invoked when something gets presented on screen. What is that? What is that experience like for you? And a quick side question to that. Does your brother, has he influenced you with his insane amount of movie <laughs> movie love? You know? Tell me more, more Absolutely about that. I absolutely know that. Like, of course. I probably would not. I probably wouldn't have even thought about this career if it wasn't for my brother. That's amazing. Uh, you know, my little brother, his name's Junior. Shout out to Junior. He's literally the one that put me on everything. And this kid is 18 years old, 19 years old now. And um, basically every Sunday we would walk, like go through like an Emmys list um, of like movies or, you know, Grammys, anything um, that revolved around like a list of movies being rated and we would just watch them. And every Sunday it just became like a thing with all me and my siblings. And I just really, and I was like, oh my God, I love music. I love film. And boom. <laughs> you know, like, okay, you know, who puts music behind film? And honestly, um, I didn't know that was a career. Like, even after, like, I had brought up to my manager when I had worked at Robin Hood on my last day. Like, on my last day before I had got laid off. And this is prior to me knowing I got laid off. I was in a meeting with my manager, Shout Talon. And he told me, and I was like, Alan, look, I don't want to be in FinTech anymore. Like, I don't want to do this. And I felt very comfortable um, telling him this because he was just a great manager and just really cared about me as a person. Had a good relationship. Yeah, had a really good relationship with him. And it was his first time as a manager as well, which was pretty insane. Anyways, um, I had told him that I was really involved in music and I showed him Space Baby Radio, which is a creation company uh follow me on spotify or apple music <laughs> quick little plug quick little plug yeah we, we we got we actually got this preloaded up so um we'll we'll, okay. we'll get some some playing around here i got like i have a few things planned but anyway you were saying sorry so okay. you showed him spacey baby radio yeah and he was like um hey i have a friend who's a music coordinator in la uh works closely with music supervisors you should check her out like that's a career and i was like okay cool Later on that day, I got, I didn't know, neither did he, and I got laid off from Robin Hood. And um, maybe about a, like a week later, he called me and gave me her information. And Tanisha has been my mentor the last three months. And she was like helping me like get into these panels. And yeah, and then that's how I ended up with my job as a music coordinator at BAM Music. Um, she called me up one day and was like, hey, there's an opportunity. I was on a hike. I was on a hike with some friends. And she's like, I need you to stop whatever you're doing. And I need you to update your LinkedIn. And I need you to send me your link tree. And I need you to send all that. Like, she needs someone ASAP. And it became what it became. <laughs> do you think that, do you believe the notion that um, that luck is actually when opportunity meets preparation? 
you know, I wouldn't say it's luck because I felt like if I would have never. Well, to, wait, I to mean, clarify, to clarify that the word luck can better be defined as when opportunity meets preparation. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. I just <laughs> yeah, want to make sure we were on the same page. That, that was all. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I honestly, like my mentor, Tanisha, have told me like, no one gets in this fast. Like it just happens to be like right time, right place, you know? And I feel like that's happened for me <laughs> literally throughout my whole life. But then again, I don't want to say that because I do work hard and I do look for opportunities and I do prepare myself mo most more than most individuals. It's a little absurd <laughs> you know but yeah i mean i wouldn't want it any other way truthfully everything every l that i've taken has led me to where i am now people call it l's but i think a better way would be every redirection that you've been mm -hmm. given every time that you didn't get something it was because god or the universe for all those who are just out there watching listening uh yes be sure to follow uh the steady compass also spacey baby radio plug in uh, but that all of this happens and, and when bad, when things that we perceive in the short term as bad, they might actually be in the long term, the greatest gift we ever got. Oh, so, absolutely. so I, ha I have to dig in a little bit more because I imagine that somebody else somewhere has felt the same experience of being laid off. Suddenly, what were some of the emotions you were feeling at that time? Uh, what did you do to kind of feel your, like set yourself you know, straight, so to speak, were you able to set yourself straight? Um, just, I'm curious about that time immediately after getting laid off. What, what was Angie thinking? What was she feeling? Wow. So I'm lucky it happened when it did because I moved away. My family's in Florida and I moved to Colorado. And at the time I went back to visit family in Florida and I'd got the news when I was with my family and my sister actually works for Robin Hood too. So when we both got them, well, luckily she didn't get laid off. So that's what I was happy about. But the emotions didn't really start kicking in till like two weeks after when no one was responding um, to my job, like, or what was it? like my applications, mm -hmm. no one was asking for interviews, you know, and I have pretty good experience in FinTech. Like I previously had worked at Chase and, I was at Robinhood for about a year and a half and I was in a good position, but we're kind of in a time right now where everything is just stopped. Big you know? hiring freeze and a lot of yeah. like, and that, that's almost across industries. Yeah, absolutely. So that I was terrified. And honestly, I felt so sad. Like I remember my mom saying like I was in, cause I was in Florida for about a month. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait it out, be here till the end of the month. And I remember my mom was like, you look so sad because I, I really care about my career and everything around it. So, and I had just gotten my first apartment. So I was obviously a, like really, really worried about my bills. How was I going to pay them? And it just really took me to like a dark place that also allowed me to find myself like, and really like figure out like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like this is, this probably could have been the best thing that happened. And you don't think about that like till after opportunities are presented, you know, I just remember it was a really, really dark time. I didn't want to go out with my friends. I didn't 
a lot of my friends tried reaching out to me and I just wouldn't answer. Like I just wanted to be by myself alone. and I was just, yeah, alone. All I did was every day I'd look on LinkedIn. I was on my phone constantly searching for jobs. Um, whether it was in music or whether it was in FinTech, I just needed something to kind of pay my bills. Looking for stability so, at that period, right? Yeah, because my bills are kind of high. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time, you know. But, yeah, it was just, honestly, it was a really scary experience. And I was really sad <laughs> for most of the part, like, realistically. And, yeah, I mean, I think I just worked really hard every day. And, honestly, my support system was amazing. Like, you know, that my family's super supportive, like, they always made me look at the bright side of things. And she was always like, when I was at Robin Hood, I wouldn't really do much. Like I was probably done with my day by 2 p.m. And like, I wasn't really dedicated to anything else but Spacey Baby Radio. But when that happened, I just really dug into Spacey Baby Radio. And I dug into myself and I reached out to find these opportunities. So yeah, it could have been one of the best things that could have happened to me after looking at it. At the moment, I didn't think that, <laughs> you know, just. Well, sorry, um, I just wanted to ask, like, what would Angie today say to Angie from that day, from, from those days? It always gets better. Like, don't lose hope, you know, and thank God that it was now. Like, and not when you're in your 30s with kids, like, it could be worse, you know? And that's something my mom tried explaining to me, but just couldn't get through it but yeah I could tell myself that it's just things get better and things are supposed to be happening the way they are and you may not understand but you will later and yeah I totally understand why things happen <laughs> I've had a I've had a few individuals share with me perhaps someone has shared with you before that um the things that we want in life the dreams the the ambitions that we have these are things that we ask for and mm -hmm. Oftentimes we're thinking about the end result, the the you know being in the mansion with the fourteen different cars and you know the kids in the pool and all the all that other stuff. We think about that, but um, most people don't think about the fact that the journey is actually like it's not the straight line. It's just this super crazy pattern. And what was crazy was that like I felt really lost at the beginning of the year because I was like I I know I don't want to do this and I had prayed a lot for direction. I'd ask God, like, please give me a sign, give me a direction, like to at least know where I'm heading, right? Like, and that was it. And I just, it wasn't in the form that I thought I was going to receive the, that sign or direction. And, you know, I was just, now I know when things are sent to me, it's because I had asked for them, just not in the way I thought. That is beautiful. And it makes me tremendously happy to hear that you're setting this foot forward. I feel like this is around, like we're now getting to almost the present day. There's still one more, another thing I'd like to ask you about, because you mentioned at the beginning, working two jobs and also managing Spacey Baby Radio. How are you not crackling, cracking under the pressure? How are you seeing the day through? What are you doing in order to achieve the massive set of goals that you have in front of you? Truthfully, <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks. Like, I do have my days. It doesn't even sound easy. I, I mean, I imagine it. I know it doesn't look easy. It definitely doesn't sound easy. <laughs> it's not at all. I didn't. I knew it was going to be tough, but it isn't until you're in the predicament. Like, it isn't until you're in it. You know, I, yeah, I definitely sacrificed, like, 
my mental health. I've sacrificed having fun, you know, not seeing my family. You know, I'm in my room literally from 8.30 till maybe 7, just like working, you know, and I don't really have a lot of friends out here, you know, or a lot of people that I'm like, oh, I feel comfortable enough telling them how I feel. So it's tough. Like, it's definitely not what people think it is. I mean, and you have to be really strong-willed and you have to be, like, you have to want it. Like, I want it so bad that I'm willing to overlook everything else, you know? And I know, and I ask myself, like, will this pay off in the long run? Absolutely. Like, and that's what gets me through in my family because they're super supportive and they're always just reminding me, like, on my bad days, they'll be like, you know what? Like, this is what you asked for. Like, this is what you've been wanting for a really long time, and here it is. Like, it's not as easy as it looks, does is it? And I was like, no. <laughs> you know? She's like, if it was easy, everyone would do it. I heard so, it. I heard a really great quote. I'm curious to hear what you think about it. It goes, uh, if you think the cost of greatness is too much, imagine what the cost of doing nothing is. Yeah. Amen. Right? So, I mean, juggling quite a lot. Yeah, being an absolute badass while you do it. I mean, that that should be no surprise. I'm curious to hear what are like, so so I asked you earlier about what the biggest dream was, we said, um, you know, taking care of the family, I think that's a very admirable goal. But I think it's also just to be real, a goal that you could achieve very quickly. And I think there's more to life than just that. And when I mean by that is, there's you, there's Ange, what does Ange care about? I just I just want to help people around me. People that are not, that don't have the same opportunities or, you know, I'm really lucky to have the family. I, and I just, it all circles back to my family because there's people that don't have a support system like that. And I want to be someone that could do that for them, you know? So, Amen. you know, I, I definitely like, reason why I created Space TV Radio was to help other people. You know, a lot of people didn't take me serious at first, and that's fine. <laughs> that's haters. fine. Fuck them. <laughs> it's a full circle moment now, and it's just starting. Um, but I don't know. I left my ego at the door, and I was like, I don't really care what people think. Like, whether they want to take it as I'm like, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss. You know, yeah, you can do whatever the hell you want, girl. It's your world. We're just living in it. Or if I'm really helping, the truth is I am helping, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I obviously want to take care of myself at some point when I have kids and a family <laughs> and, I mean, travel the world. And, you know, I just want to be doing all those things while I'm creating something. So, you know, I don't know whether it, whether it be Spacey Baby Radio for the rest of my life or who knows what other projects, you know, maybe that's just my baby now. And <laughs> we'll, we'll see what evolve into something new or uh, encompasses yeah. another side of uh of, of technology i know you've had your eye on web3 for a little bit so yes, you know what one thing that i'm noticing and we won't we don't have to get super far into it but one thing okay. that i'm noticing is that there's a, a tremendous amount of focus on music music curation and mm -hmm. i see the conversation coming up very frequently because there's a lot of so in this world that we live in there's so much information and people, yeah. people have a hard time discerning between what is misinformation and what's true, what comes from a verified source, whatever. I think we're now at a point in human history and technology where even if every human on planet Earth 
consumed for 24 hours a day straight every single day all the information that exists we would not be able to get through it so it's like so we need we need some form of i mean this is an application for blockchain in my personal opinion where you know we could have a validated like a set of people that that validate that information is true right that two plus two does indeed equal four that that's like one way i guess of looking at it but another thing that i think is very important is curation whether that be in art whether that be in music even in things like what i care about video games like there's so many there's so many video games out there uh many that don't many that are amazing that don't see the day of light and they really should I'm curious if you feel the same way I feel about video games that deserve a big break and how this might inspire you to, or or rather how it inspires you to pick and select artists, vibes, energies when you're curating Spacey Baby Radio. I just, honestly, I'm not really thinking, I mean, curation is all about experience, whether it is. That's a bar. (laughs) Thank you. You know, (laughs) Curation really is all about experience, whether it is you're hosting a show, you know, you're putting music behind a video game. You're, you know, there's a bunch of things when it comes to curation, but it's all about the experience, right? And a lot of people don't know as with Spacey Baby and the curation, it's it's how I feel toward like what I'm feeling for the week, right? So I want people to experience that as well. And I'm glad that people are picking up on that, you know, because I feel like a lot of focus on curation now is like, oh, if maybe if I get this artist on my pla- on my playlist, like he'll blow my stuff up. Like it's not about that, you know? Like, yeah, it is about helping the artists. And, but I feel like a lot of people are doing it for clout and then they're not really actually doing the curation part, which is the most important. <laughs> um, not real. It's just not real. You know, people like people will ask me like, hey, can like they'll ask me like, I will pay you. So I could be on your Spotify playlist. Fuck that. Hey, you know, and I just, I'm not willing to do it for money right now. Like it's gone me this far without money and I run it by myself. And, and I do have plenty of friends that send me great music. So I love all of y'all, including Christian, <laughs> you know, he really put me on to Smino, which is one of my favorite artists, like top, top he, three. He is also number one yeah i i'm he's for sure my top three i don't think there's a there's an, a single artist in the world right now that sounds anything like him i think the same reasons that you you people will listen to bad bunny and say like oh wow like he has like his own unique voice his style his cadence is the same way that people do that for bad bunny i believe smino encompasses all of that and more especially even in production value he did a breakdown on on uh, noor and uh one of the songs motherfucking groove mf groove <laughs> He sampled that whole song with just his voice. Yeah. Like that that's some I mean, I know I know Kanye is a touchy subject right now, but that's some Kanye West production level shit right there. In terms of your voice is what makes the entire instrumental what it is. So yeah, I, I think Smino actually is actually one of the most criminally underrated artists. Yeah, absolutely. Like far I feel away. like just now this year he's getting his flowers, flowers like and at, at, and and I like flowers is like a rose at best. Like what he deserves yeah. is a fucking you know? Yeah, like for a years. Big one. Like, my someone to ask me, like I'm waiting for the day someone stops me on the street and be like, What are you listening to? <laughs> Yo, 
Got the little ticky tucks. Yeah. The little yeah. ticky tucky. The fuck are you listening um, to? Just so I can say, like Z4L is my favorite song of all time. Like of all every time. single person. Yeah. I I I find myself always playing that track. And it just it switches up. It just has like and every person that I show it to, they love it. Like, I don't know. Just that's like for sure one of my favorite. All right. Favorite. Listen, y'all, we, we know that some of y'all are just not as cultured as we are. That's okay. Yeah. What we're going to do for you right now is we're going to have a quick YouTube listening sesh. So that way mm -hmm. y'all know what the vibes are. And you and I will listen to it at the same time. Because okay. this wonderful platform that we're using, Werby, enables us to share YouTube videos at the exact same time. Yeah. So we're going to search Z4L by Smino. We're going to bump this shit together. Hell yeah. We're going to watch the video. It's going to be a damn good time. All I have to do is do this. I should. I mean, I'm kind of doing this on the fly, so bear with me here. <laughs> I believe here. in you. Yeah, here, here we go. All right. All right, y'all. The games are fucking over. Turn me up. The steady, the steady compass. Here we are with Spacey Baby Radio. Zero fatigue. So y'all don't want no money, huh? Hey, look, y'all got sound check. Y'all got this meet and greet. Y'all got these fans in line. Y'all got these people money. They didn't pay their tickets and shit. Hey, you just, you Twitter? Twitter? Come on. Wear my clothes too baggy, shit, I'm trying to hide my sin. Now, baby, I'm too fucking grown to teach you how to ride a dick. Need a freaky college boost for frolicking. Booty ballin', yeah. I caught a new drop in white teeth. Ayy, I fuck a new bitch in white teeth. Okay, I copped the whip, then rapped the with the shiny polish. No bitch, you does, she $20. Harry, absolutely, right now, I'm up on the night out. Ooh, she went clean up out too. From Tibet, I'm willing to bet the niggas a vet. The click commander, she went like a salamander. Green diamonds in my thumb, that's a frozen salad. Neck on vegan freezing. Check my color palette, white like a bunny rabbit. You know, I keep some cabbage, eat the bitch like a sandwich. Took a ass to say, no one spread away my arms and ride the shit. Thanks, I love my stomach, I have fancy on my feet. Make up on my acne, it's like I'm trying to hide a sit. Wear my clothes too baggy, shit, I'm trying to hide my zip Now baby, I'm too fucking grown to teach you how to ride a dick Need a freaky college boost for frolicking, booty frolicking, yeah I caught a new drop in white tea, ayy I fuck a new bitch in white tea We smoke a whole sip in white tea White tea, white tea, white tea, white tea, ayy I caught a new drop in white tea Hey, I put a new bitch in white tea. We smoke a whole sip in white tea. White tea, white tea, 
Cop the new drop and I'm dropping the top down. The game is on lock now. I'm out of town and the pussy on lock down. The fact that she not down, yeah. I got a raise. I had a raise up. And she do whatever I say, like your honor. I feel like Rico, I call it Tiana. Superhead, I think her name was Kiana. I call it Kiki the way she be riding. Slippery, slippery slopes. Ooh. I miss that bitch on the slopes. Ooh, I got a stoke. She bet me the post. She wouldn't believe in the stroke. Ooh, I Tiana, I'm in a test. PJ to New York, she feel like a jet. I'm in the mouth just like Colgate and Crest. Ooh. Yo, this motherfucker, bro. This motherfucker's on the steady compass. Turn me up. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. So you just witnessed a whole ass vibe session here with uh, myself. My name is Quez. I'm joined here by Miss Angie Carsolio, otherwise known as Spacey Baby. You can catch her on Spacey Baby Radio. And so, I mean, we gave a lot of love to Smino. We gave a lot. We talked about uh, creating music, making sure vibes are on point. I'm very, I'm, I really, really like what you said about how curating is an experience. I'm very curious. As you continue to curate your life moving forward. What kind of experiences are you most excited for in 2023? Experiences? Whether oh, that man. be that can encompass anything, like whether that be your work, your career, your your aspiration, whatever. I'm it's as open-ended as you'd like to answer it. I mean, I'm really looking forward to I'm planning on going to London for a whole month in April. So just experiencing a new place, new people, a new vibe. You know, um, I feel like the music scene out there is just always first to pop off. Like, it's always first to pop off in Europe. There's a new vibe going. Um, well, not Europe, UK, I would mm. say. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for kind of other experiences. Am I excited for? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to stay in Colorado. That's something else I'm looking forward to, whether I want to move or not. And just like new people that I'm gonna meet within the industry, you know? Um, and then just a little, you know, self time for me. <laughs> so I feel like I haven't had that the last couple months and I don't think I'm gonna have that at the beginning of the year either, um, which is totally fine. I accept that is as it, it is. Is it not even a little time for Miss Carsolio? I, I mean, mean, yes, yes, like a little time here and there. But when I think of me time, I think like, you know, two weeks unplugged, you know, four days unplugged. Definitely won't be seeing that. <laughs> can I you know? can I wager a or rather recommend a different kind of me time? One that you could make use of in just ten minutes. Meditation. Oh man, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got a motherfucking mind reader up in this bitch. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, Miss Garcolio. <laughs> I do recommend it to anybody and anybody that listens to me. Has heard me ramble about it a hundred times. I genuinely believe that meditation is the key to to balance, to perspective, to calmness. Like, and, and mind you, life is crazy, and I know you know that because like you dealt with a lot of crazy shit firsthand. Yeah. But what what good is is our ability to deal with the madness if we are not first able to deal with the madness inside all the noise inside? And it, you know it comes and goes, but 
10 minutes. I, I, I really I'm, challenge I'm you. I really am because I just feel like my mind just doesn't stop thinking. Like, I feel like my mind's in like literally a million places. And yeah, I do think it is hard to sleep at night as well because I don't meditate. You know, I usually like when I was back home, I would go to church every Sunday. You know, hey, I haven't really been going to church. That was like a way, another way of me to like really focus on like what matters, food, family, a job, breathing, you know? So maybe I should circle back to meditation to to remind me of those things. I will share. I'm gonna share another YouTube clip here with you. Okay. And that, that's the wonderful thing about about uh, the internet. We could have access to all of this stuff in just a very quick way. Um, the healthy. I said this to you the other day. Yeah. But we're gonna listen to it together. We're going to listen to it together because fuck it. I was boring. You know this. I was meditating. <laughs> yeah. Like I, like, I want you to do it every day. I want you to <laughs> do it. I wanted to be part of your daily routine. You know what I did today? Me what? and Sophie were playing outside. My little girl, oh. Sophie, were playing. And um, today, for some reason, she, she, you've been to my house on, on, yeah. the, right, on the right side uh, where the yellow house is at. When the sun okay. when the sun is hitting on my, on this wall, so like yeah, yeah. it's on the opposite side, so uh, like it's hot, it gets super hot on that side. So, but there's a shadow on the other side. But she walked over there and she just laid down, and oh. and she looks so cute. First of all, second of all, I walked up, and today in Florida, it's been a fucking gift. It's just been a breeze outside. It's so nice. Must be nice. It's thirty degrees right now. Can't relate, girl. I can't relate. You're different. You are different. Um, but in any light, we, I just sat out there with her and meditated, and I just felt the. It was five minutes. Five minutes. But I closed my eyes and I focused on one thing. That's my breath. The point of meditation. Just focus on your breathing. All right, Miss Carsolio. This is the last thing I will show to you. The Joe Rogan experience. I go dealing with a question of <laughs> stupid topic, but the meaning of life, <laughs> right? What's the meaning? How could that be stupid, though? Well, in it's a sense, just trite. It's trite. You're not supposed to think about it. It's something you ask your parents when you're young. Yes. They tell you, don't worry about it. Or they go say, go get a job, hippie. Yeah, exactly. Go get a job, you freaking hippie. Or here's God. God is the meaning of life, right? Yeah. And so I was just trying to resolve for myself, like, what could the answer be? Right. Not what is the answer, but what could the answer be? And so at a core level, I was forced to kind of hunt down all these weird little things and really understand for myself. And it's got to be personal. Right. But I have to establish for myself what it could and could not be. And that gave me some level of peace. So now I don't have to keep asking that question. Over what now. is the meaning of life? <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you sh I think the question is more interesting than the answer. Everyone should explore mm. this on their own. But let me just explore a few parts with you, right? Okay. So first is, if I gave you an answer, if I said the meaning of life is to please God, well, which God? Okay, Judeo-Christian God. Well, okay, why that one? Why this thing? The problem is it's a why question. You can keep asking why forever. Right. Any right. answer I give you, you'll just ask why again, why again, right. why like again. Kid. That's right. And you end up in a place called Agrippa's Trilemma. Okay. This is a philosophical exercise, but I, I, I kind of thought it through and then Googled around and there's a thing called Agrippa's Trilemma. 
And Agrippa's trilemma says that any questioning like this, the why, will always end in one of three places, okay? First is infinite regress, right? Why? Because of this. Why that? Why that? And just keep going forever. Mm -hmm. The second is circular reasoning. Well, A, why A? Because of B. Well, why B? Because of A, mm. right? You get trapped in that. Or the third is an axiom. And the most popular axiom is God, but it could be anything because of math, because of science, because of the Big Bang, because of simulation, right? These are all axioms. These are all just stopping points. The, uh, saying simulation, we're in a simulation, or saying it's the Big Bang is just another way of saying God. It's just God's a dirty word, so we don't use it as much anymore, but mm. same thing. So you end up in one of these three dead ends, essentially, right? So there is no answer. Uh, the real answer is because, <laughs> right? What is the meaning of life? Yeah, you get to make up your own answer is the beauty. If there was a single answer, we would not be free. We would be trapped because then we would all have to live to that answer. Then we'd be Borg-like robots, each one competing with each other to fulfill that single meaning more than the others. Back to signaling, like I'm better at it than you are. Mm. But luckily there is no answer. So you just do whatever you want. The meaning of life. It's funny that that well, that's the basis of all existential angst that you don't you don't know why you're here and you have this feeling that it could be meaningless it it is i mean if you when you start pondering the the multiverse the universe the galaxies the solar system the planet the organism the cells inside the organism the bacteria the parasites right. the symbiotic relationship we have to our environment and you start going jesus christ what am i just a little piece of this thing it's like <laughs> well the answers to all the great questions are paradoxes yeah so for example you're asking like do i matter that's like really the question you right. asked right well how do i matter in this infinite universe well you know, on the one hand, you're separate. No two points are the same. Every point is, every two points are infinitely different. You're completely separated. No one will have your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your experience. So your life is a single player game. You're trapped inside your head and you're right. just aware of a bunch of things going on and that's it. On the other hand, I cannot say the words Joe Rogan without invoking the entire universe. Joe Rogan, alien comes along, says, what's that? Joe Rogan, what's Joe Rogan? It's a human, what's a human, bipedal ape? What's an ape on the earth? What's the earth planet? What's a planet, solar system? Where was the carbon made? Inside stars, right? It's like, I have to create the entire universe to just say the words Joe Rogan. Mm. So in that sense, you're connected to everything. It's inseparable. So wow. the answer to that question of do I matter is I am nothing and I am everything. And you'll find this with all the great questions. The answers are all paradoxes, which is why at some level, it's sort of pointless to pursue them, to find a trite answer like I'm giving. But the act of pursuing them is actually really useful because then it gives you certain intrinsic understanding in your life that brings a level of peace. Oh shit! That was that wasn't even that wasn't even the one. I thought it was gonna keep going. Fuck. Uh, well, whatever. I'll I'll get to it. the 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 thing that he says that really stuck out to me is that, um, the the healthy man wants ten thousand things, and the sick man only wants one, health. And when I hear you talk about, like you know, these are all the things that we should be grateful for, which is like your family, your job, security, having food. Like like th this is what gets put into perspective my challenge to you miss carsolio is to make sure you preserve your health above all else because without that nothing else gets to exist and that and that that's that's also why i press a little bit on taking time for yourself 
taking time to meditate, taking time to make sure that the wonderful flower that you are gets to be in full bloom as much as possible. I'm not saying that it always has to be, but that it gets to be as much as possible. So, Miss Carsolio, I know you have to get out of here. No worries at all. We have one final closing session, which is just where I get to do the quick plug on Spacey Baby Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you can go right now to Spotify or to Apple Music and follow Spacey Baby Radio. She's got 103 followers, eight public playlists. Her most notable, one of my favorites, the Lunchbox Special. Not as my, not as much as my favorite as Come Get Me, uh, only yeah. for personal reasons, but that is a big vibe. Uh, but again, you can get an entire taste of the experience, the emotions, the things that Miss Carsolio, Miss Spacey Baby is going through. With that being said, this has been an episode of The Steady Compass. I will pass it back to my very good friend, Miss Angie Carsolio. Is there anything else you'd like to say to our audience before we go? Um, thank you for watching, first of all. <laughs> and you, you should definitely go follow Quez. And, you know, just remember why you started things. You know, if there's anything you want to take, just just remember why you started. And, yeah, you know, follow your dreams and work hard. It's nothing's handed to you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. That, you know, I'm, I feel so, like, honored <laughs> to be the first one, you know. I'm honored that you even said yes. So Denzel Washington also said once, um, without commitment, you'll never start. But without consistency, you'll never finish. And you know, sorry, I want to add to that. Hell yeah, you should. I feel like I've never really been consistent with anything. Like, and the only thing that I felt I was really, really consistent was consistent with was Space Baby Radio. Every week, I was uploading music, like putting new playlists out. And I asked myself, is this worth it? You know? And the only way to find out was to keep going. And consistency matters. But that only shines light to things like when you find yourself being really consistent is because you really want it and because you really like what you're doing. You know, I try to be consistent with other things in the past and I just wasn't as passionate about it, which also really matters, like what you don't want, right? What you don't want really, really matters because then it shows, it shines light on the things that you do. So don't focus too much on the things that, you know, I just lost my train of thought, so don't, I'm just going to leave Don't it. focus too much on the things that, like, if you're having a hard time finding the things that you really, really like, first get good at figuring out what you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. Andre 3000 had a great quote around that, around yeah. that as well. I think, you, I think we may have seen the, the Supreme one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that really yeah. inspiring. So I thought that was really important for creatives or anyone, you know. And, well, speaking of inspiration, you have been an insane inspiration for me over the course of the last two years. I can't even begin to tell you how proud of you that I am for all of the work that you've been putting in together, uh, especially in the Spacey Baby Radio, and uh, but above that, into yourself. I think you are a shining star, and, um, I mean, I don't have to say it. I think other people will see that right right away. So thank you so much for coming on the show. You are incredible. I hope you have a great dinner. And uh, a little little bit of me time. Tiny, tiny little bit. Yeah, that is going to be my me time. Going out to dinner. <laughs> Fair. What are you eating? Uh, we're thinking 
either sushi or some sort of like Japanese type thing. Right. I my phone's on DND, so I you have no fucking clue. Yeah, you need you need to, you need to get to the phone. I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking us out. This has been the Steady Compass episode one in the books with Hell Spacey yeah. Baby. Catch us again next time. We'll see ya. Bye, Inch. Bye. Wait, stay right there. <laughs>